0: I won the longest drive, didn't I? Did you ever? did. (laughs) So still got it, basically. Mm, We need fact-checking here with this story, I think. Winning winning longest drive is like, it's so good for your ego, I can't describe it. Like, I had to go up, like, there was a big dinner thing on the Friday night, and they (laughs) did the prizes for that day. And it was like, sort of, all glitzy sort of do, and they announced the winner of the longest drive. And you can see people looking at you thinking, athlete. (laughs) Big dog. (laughs) Exactly, yeah, exactly. The cliche is real, man. It's like having a sports car. I think we should talk about my uh, Greek program experiences, actually.
1: We should do, yeah. And I was really looking forward to coming on and hearing how, how well you chopped it up over there.
0: It's quite hard to know where to start. It was sort of a very multifaceted experience. So I was at a place called Cost Navarino, which is, uh, I'm going to say, on the south coast of Greece. I think, it's, I think it's the Aegean Sea. That gives you any idea? No, it doesn't, does it? Not a Scooby. No. Uh, anyway, and it was a thing called the Aegean Messina Proam. So there was pros from lots of different places in Europe playing. Um, and they were playing with sort of people who were some of which were their friends, some of which were people just being paired up with them. It was a massive thing, it was like 280 people playing. Anyway, my trip got off to a sort of pretty peculiar start. So I was at the airport and I, um, I missed my transfer. So I was looking for a sign with my name on, couldn't find one. People were getting in their transfers, one by one disappearing. I was sort of left on the side of the road with my bags sort of kicking my heels. I was messaging the PR guy. He organised a trip for us. He was also interesting, actually. He's, it's Rory Anderson off of YouTube. Remember he used to be in videos? Oh, gym. what?
1: Uh, I have seen him, yeah, yeah. With the yeah. long hair and the beard. you mm. him, yeah, exactly. Mm. So he's
0: now a PR person.
1: Wow, you really well rubbing shoulders with famous celebrities. Well, you wait, you
0: wait for it, George. Ooh. So then, after everyone disappeared, I was like, well, this is not really worked out, so I need to get a lift to the resort. And then somebody from Hertz turned up. And said, We'll give you a lift to catch up your transfer. So then this guy like drove me through the streets of Greece to catch up with my transfer. I eventually get catched up with my transfer. And it's uh it's people from Boyzone and Westlife who've now formed no. a new band called Boys Life. It wasn't a cover band. It sounds like a cover band. No, they're like the real people, like Brian McFadden and another one. Wow. Uh so then I got in the taxi, they explained who they were. Obviously, I already knew who they were. And they had a lovely chat about um, football and golf and all sorts of things. And
2: are, you, are you starring in the next show?
0: No. So they, I think it's safe to say that they enjoyed themselves quite a lot at the uh, Aegean Messina Pro-Am. And they performed on the the sort of the last night dinner dance thing. <laughs> um, and it was something to behold. Wow. It was a bit like karaoke, shall we say, at the end of like a staff party. It's had that sort of vibe.
1: Put some respect on Boyzone's name.
0: Uh yeah. Boys Life they called. Why have they Do changed you, their name? What's
2: that all about? What's the, name the difference? A merger, two bands. Zone,
0: oh. West Life. So they've like merged. It's oh, like... what
1: like when Mc, what was it? McBusted or whatever. That sort of thing.
0: Exactly, yeah. But yeah. bear in mind they sort of made their names as boy band people and now they're like in their forties. Just playing golf and performing yeah, yeah. In Anyway, so then it's sort of that was pretty surreal. The place is amazing, right? So it's got like four golf courses, all of which are men. They're throwing building like loads of Hotels. They've got a W Hotel, which is like really cool. They're making a Mandarin Oriental. I stayed in a Westin. It's like going to be the golfing hotspot of Europe. Trust me. I'm and you. Eric Abidal was there. A French left back. Yeah. Eric wow. An incredible bye bye. story. This tops no my idea. Malfoy.
1: My me playing with Malfoy last week.
0: Yeah. Didn't think it could um, be tops. Kate, Kate Mason. Do you know who she is? Off of. Uh, Sky Sports News? Nah. She's now one of the hosts of a, a podcast, the world's biggest football podcast called the Football Ramble. Oh, yeah, yeah. So she was funny. My pro and partner was a very glamorous Swedish uh, female pro, so that was good. Um, I played with a the man who was the TV anchor for Canal Plus in France. So he's like... Basically, similar to Nick Doherty, but in French. <laughs> he was pretty funny, although on one hole he managed to hit his golf ball into the group in front and then turned out it was the owner of the whole resort, so that was bad.
1: There's one thing that you haven't uh,
0: mentioned yet. Yeah. How did your golf get on, Tom? Well, tiptoeing around it with all these celebrities. I had a W, George, didn't I? Did you now? I came back laden down with prizes, has to be said. I nearly had to increase my luggage allowance.
2: I've won a longest drive this year and its it is. It doesn't quite feel like that. I was more pleased because I played off the men's tees and I still won longest drive. Yeah, makes for that
0: is a flex. Did you have to do a speech, Tom? No, speech. It was a bit, it was people a heckling of, you from the back. It's, speech. It was, it was a bit embarrassing because they sort of did all the winners of that day, but it took me too long to get to the stage, so I missed it, and then they had sort of do me separately, so there wasn't really time for speeches. Oh. I'd like to thank my strength and conditioning coach. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Great, great weekend for you then. It was pretty
2: <laughs> Does this mean I'm going to meet a lot of celebrities this week?
0: Well, because it sort of comes in threes.
2: Yeah, well, George did it last week. Then you. Then it should be me next week. I'm not like, really going like, to meet celebrities? depends
0: what you got on the cards, yeah. I told my kids about the Malfoy thing. They're very confused. Why are they confused? Well, because they don't understand what <laughs> what a wizard is doing playing golf at Sunningdale. <laughs> <basically.
1: laughs> a bunch of the guys I played with on the weekend didn't even know who he was, so yeah. my story went went down well.
0: Uh, so that's pretty good I had a good live experience this weekend as well
1: oh here we go question is are you now a live fan are you now a live fan no, no are you I'm now not. a
0: live fan I had a, I, I had a good experience because I was in Athens airport on Sunday night I had a couple of hours to wait for my flight so Were
1: you in Greece last week you should have
0: mentioned it so I watched live tonight on YouTube because you can beauty of live didn't have to bother with, bother with like VPNs or anything like that I just could just watch it so I did watch it and well I just think it's I just think it's so disappointing. So I think if you if you think of all of the things that you could say that are kind of pro a disruptive tour, like if you if you're of if you're of the view that the golf world needed a shake up and why do we get served this diet of 72 hole stroke play every week? Why um do we never see the best players in the world coming together? Uh why can't the players be mic'd up? Why can't they wear shorts? Why can't they do blah 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 blah? what about match play? Like, There's millions of things that you can do with golf to like make it more interesting. And so on the part of you sort of is massively welcoming anything that sort of disrupts the status quo, anything that is challenging to sort of something that's so preeminent as the PGA Tour has to be a good thing, right? So then you turn live on and you think, right, here we go, this is gonna be good. It's gonna be innovative. It's gonna be, I'm gonna be wowed by how exciting golf could possibly be. And this is what we've been missing out on for the last 20 years. And then it's just golf, isn't it? It's just the same. The hole's the same size. It's still stroke play. It's like, it's so, it's so underwhelming.
2: I agree. I think the format's too, it's like the nearest thing to a PGA Tour event. They could make it without it being the exact same format. Yeah, exactly that. If you're going to do something different, do, do something different.
1: Well, there's the team element coming into There it.
2: isn't the
0: team element, is the There, there like, is a team element. 4H has got the fourth even, win. Even the people commentating on it, right, who are obviously basically PR people, like, they all just go, and the leaderboard is blah, 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 and then at the end they go, oh, and the Niblicks are second. <laughs> like, it's an absolute afterthought. If they,
2: if they want it to a it, be a team thing, like, they should play in their team so you can actually see something happening. Like, it's yeah. just, we'll round the scores up at the end, and this is what it is for the team thing. But then doesn't it It's just take like an extra prize fund,
1: isn't it? Can't really win, can you? Because if you put them in teams, you probably, then you then the individual would start looking stupid wouldn't it
0: but that is but that is supposed to be the type of bravery and the type of leap of faith that a sort of innovative disruptive brand takes you don't do something different as a sideline to the thing that's basically the same as what you know is popular you have to like go and do something different and they're not doing something different they're doing what they know is popular and they're sort of playing at the other thing
2: how they do it in the aramco series is the first two days they all play on their teams you can see like the team format, and you actually get like the buzz of people like bouncing off each other and like taking the best score on the hole or whatever. And then the yeah. t- team event finishes after 36 holes, and the final round you go out in order for stroke play for the individual. Yeah. Even that would be there.
0: I'm sorry, but the the way the broadcast is done, I know people say it's so good because you see so many shots and there's no ad break. It's too stopped. much. Yeah. It's no, I was going to come to that. Absolutely head spinning.
1: Yeah. So I I uh I didn't watch. I put a little bit on on Friday and the Friday is actually the worst day because no one's in contention at this point, right? Everyone's just started. So all it is, is just shot, 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 shot. Like, and there's no room to breathe. And I think one thing about golf that I quite like is that when you have that time to, you know, for it to almost be slowed down and you see someone approaching the shot and you see how much they've got into the pin and you can, you know, see that discussion with the caddy. And then, then I came on, on Sunday and to watch, to watch obviously all of it. And, the first sort of two hours was just the same. They hadn't even changed. Even with the uh, cam, it became the sort of battle between Cam and Johnson. well In the end, it didn't so much. But I thought, oh, okay, it's going to slow down today by Sunday, and it was still just the same. Like they really need to. I get what they're doing, and I thought, I thought well, that was actually one of the things of live. I thought I was really going to like the most was that oh, I'm seeing millions of shots. Like I'm a golf fanatic. This is great. And actually, it really doesn't work because like I say it just doesn't give it that that room to breathe, and it's
0: it just gets too confusing really. It's just, it's like watching a highlights reel or like a montage. Yeah. It's just like, and what it, was And it only enough.
1: calms down. It only calms down in like the last hour when it was so clear who's probably going to win. Like then we were yeah. so seeing it, then we were seeing it normal. In the last hour, it became normal again. And then it was fine, but it was like, how, why has it taken so long to get to this? Like, and I don't care if someone who's tied 36 just made a birdie, like, why are you show me him? But then it's, then it's the team thing again, isn't it? It was like, that that's when it then started to get confusing again. I was seeing Pat Perez. They were showing Pat Perez so intensely. I was like, get him off my screen. But it was like because the team event was back on.
0: You can't you can't have right anyone who's ever been on a golf trip understands that you can't have two concurrent formats. It doesn't work. It's too confusing. You can It doesn't work.
1: But hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. But you've just you've just whittled on about oh they're supposed to be like the Maverick, the disruptor. Like why are they doing things the same and then. That's the big change. Yeah, but it could just, it? Yeah, so you just it could it could be a team, it it could could
2: be a a team league. Yeah. Why wouldn't it just be teams? It's like the individual is the sideline and the team is the main thing. you can't you can't. It
0: doesn't work.
1: Doesn't, I'm getting I'm I'm getting sold on the team thing. I am. That is gonna be their, their USP. That yeah, but, but that
2: should be a, that's a bit of the main problems. thing then, shouldn't
1: it?
2: That's what we're yeah, saying.
1: but then that's, nah, it shouldn't be the main thing though, should it?
0: It's still golf is still individual sport.
2: Well, there you go. So, which way round the
0: person that's being contradictory? Is which way round do you want it? Golf is still the individual sport. 100% agree. Exactly. Right. But we're trying to be disruptive. We're trying to have a new product. We're going to have this amazing F1 style franchises. It's all going to be about the team. Also fine, so make it about the team and prove to us that golf isn't an individual sport and actually they can make teams successful. You can't have both.
1: F1 has both.
0: In the Ryder Cup, right, which is really successful, they don't go, oh, by the way, Roy McIlroy is reading the stroke play, do they?
1: <laughs> yeah, but it's completely different.
0: They don't say Roy McIlroy and Lee Westwood just lost five and four, but they're playing to the end because they're still playing for their stable for points. It's completely different. It's the whole thing is based on the fact that the Ryder Cup is successful because teams in golf is absolute, is the future. Like It's not completely different.
1: We'll see. Once the big brands comes in and get a bit of sponsorship, it's got legs.
0: I think that's that's the point that Hannah and I are trying to make is that if it's about the team thing, which it, it sounds like it will be in the future, can you please get on and make it about the team thing, please?
2: I wouldn't want to invest in a team currently as a brand because there's not enough... The team don't stand out enough
1: right well maybe it will change them maybe like you say they will start playing in teams who knows i mean it's still just this is the they're still in such a trial phase aren't they and it's already come on load since the london event so we'll see it's interesting it's exciting
0: well, it's come on loads because of the players right
1: yeah and loads loads of factors what
0: shorts, wear the, shorts
1: broad- now. the broadcast is polishing up. I
0: think they had the sh- they had the shortest ever minute silence for the Queen. Like, how long did that last? I reckon 15? You do that. I didn't actually see they did that. It was no way it was a minute, it was like <laughs> <laughs> you'd think they yeah, would have done Westwood like five minutes just to really push it out there, wouldn't you? Lee Westwood wore a, bra- a black shirt but white shorts. So, I don't know. Well, I said
1: just... it last week. I'm all for shorts, but some guys should have to pass a test before they can wear the shorts, and Lee Westwood would not be passing the test.
0: But then I guess the other thing that is what you realise when you watch it is that the players they have now are, you can't ignore it, can you?
1: Can't ignore it. And Cam Smith is incredible. There, there's no two ways about it. The guy is the best putter in the world.
0: Well, what I, we do know? We do know that he's better than Dustin Johnson, don't we? That's one thing. Because he beat. We Dustin. do. We're forgetting how good Dustin Johnson is as well. Like
1: what a player! What a player! Both of them are top ten in the world. You know, there's no hiding that. Smith and McRoy are the best two players in the world.
0: And have you noticed on the live broadcast, they still show the world ranking of the players?
1: Well, that was going to get what well, I was going to get onto next. So we've now had two pretty successful live events in terms of the strength of field, in terms of the people at the top of the leaderboard. Um, and all the discussion now is coming back to the world rankings. And obviously the live agenda has one side of the view and the PGA Tour agenda has another side. All the chat this week has been how serious and how credible can we take the world rankings now? Are the world rankings obsolete? And I was sort of interested to get your thoughts and, and see where you think this is going to head in, because this is not going to get solved anytime soon in terms of live getting rankings or live not getting rankings. So, and live is only getting more successful. So what does that mean for the rankings?
2: I think it's a very good world ranking system if everyone isn't ranked, ultimately. Like, you can see why they have the rules in place that they have, because they don't want a situation where someone sets up something like live and it's really elitist and only certain people can get in because they want something that... People have the opportunity to qualify and stuff like that. But I think probably the fact that it's just like the problem with Liv is that it breaks so many of the world ranking qualification rules, right? It's not just that it's 54 holes, like because there are other events than 54 holes. There's so many different things it doesn't hit, like having proper qualification series, having a development tour, et cetera, et cetera. You can see from that argument why they're not giving it, but ultimately, like, th- there's no point in the world rankings if everyone's not ranked, is there?
1: And they're just that's completely what they're banking on the but argument. Then how... we, we've got some of the we've got a lot, bunch of the best players in the world,
2: but then they, how they... do you rank it when essentially it's a separate entity and you no longer have a benchmark of like what to rank for? Because by the time they eventually if they go through this period and the two-year waiting period or whatever, and they get given world rankings, everyone's going to have such low world rankings that cumulatively they're not going to have the strength of field to get good points anyway. How yeah, are they going to
0: get that? Yeah, I, I think that is, I don't understand how they're going to unpick that. Unless they say, so you go back to day zero and the players' world ranking from whoever else is where they start. But that's just so, so messy, it works, isn't it? Well, that's you gonna be so that messy. There's yeah. going to
2: be so many new... If, if say, it takes them the full two-year period to get it, there's going to be so many new people who are professional golfers that are now in the spots that those people were that you just won't be able to make it work. The only way they're going to do it is basically playing on other tours to keep their ranking up.
0: I don't understand how it's going to, going to unravel either from that point of view. So maybe the future is that people win a major and then go and play for live.
2: Unless they do the strength of field by they could backdate the strength of field to what people's rankings were when they started with Liv and do the yeah. purely the strength of field calculation on that. Maybe yeah. that would work. But then you're still going to get it where you've got like half a field of random players. Or half it's just going to get that so messy. And I don't know it, it still won't balance out as good as they would want it to anyway, I don't think.
0: It's such an upside down thing. That's what I think. The other thing that I think when you're watching it is that the whole thing's happening backwards, isn't it? Like They've signed the world's best golfer without really any idea what the plan is. It's quite an odd thing, isn't it?
2: I don't see how you're not going to get people starting to sue Live because they've made so many promises. Like You're not going to ever get banned from the PGA Tour. You're going to be able to do this. You're going to be able to do that. And especially people who have been signed and then eventually are going to get replaced with better people. They're not going to be able to go back and play on the PGA Tour. Yeah. Maybe not even the DP World Tour. So then what, what are they going to do? i
0: tell you, you might see Liv. Bryson DeChambeau might see Liv, mm. might he? That bad marshalling.
2: A and all
1: those fans that he was fuming at.
0: Wow, what
1: a moment. So for those that didn't see, well, everyone's seen it, surely, it's gone viral all over social media. But Bryson took quite a tumble on the 14th hole in the final day of Liv. He uh, hit a shot, had from the rough, trying to get back onto the fairway. And those treacherous gallery ropes... Sent him flying. I mean, I've never seen anything like it. He's supposed to be this the alpha male of golf, he's built like a unit. He was down like he plays on the wing in the Premier League or something. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, that is the other thing about it like all, all loads of the stuff around it where golf but louder. And then you, when you're watching the broadcast, you can hear the music in the background. It's so annoying. It's good, it's not good. See, it's Cam Smith
1: putt with a bit of maroon five in the background. What more do you want? Uh,
0: proper <laughs> it's like listening to music through the wall of your neighbor the music house. is painful I will, I will admit that it's just i don't know what it is it's so annoying and like and then like the the draft party thing they have they're like just golf is not cool right it's never going to be cool it takes too long it's really boring it's got a really high entry bar just give up it's not cool stop trying to make it so because it just looks like a load of uncles at a wedding that's what it looks like look what an amazing time we're having in our shorts it's stupid and if Greg, if Greg Norman could stop doing embarrassing stunts, that'd be helpful as well.
2: Also, yeah, how do great. you think he could try a mullet cut? Like, surely he needs some length of hair for that. Like, you can't just cut a mullet into short hair. Like, that's not how it works, right? Yeah, it
1: did quite work, did it? But it was quite a publicity stunt.
0: Yeah. When's the, when's it end anyway? When's the end of the live season?
1: What do you mean, when's it end? Well, October is stacked. We are stacked live golf in October. I'm counting down the days. So we go to Bangkok next at the beginning of October.
0: Oh God!
1: Then one week, we go back to back two weeks in the first time. Then we'll be going back to back weeks. Um, It goes to Jeddah in Saudi Arabia.
0: So these people that want to spend more time at home have got to fly. Well, let's
1: let's just uh, let's go. Let's just take everyone's favourite live golfer, Patrick Reed for a second. Mm. who was one of the forerunners for less golf, more time with family, wasn't he? He's playing in, he's, he played in, um, so he played in, he played in live, uh, Boston and then he went to, uh, Wentworth for the BMW PGA Championship last week. Then he went over to America again for live Chicago this week. Now he goes to Paris next week, this week for the Paris open Where's and he then playing? he goes and yeah. And then he's going off to, uh, <laughs> Bangkok for live <laughs> all in five weeks. Wonder what how uh, family thinks about that, but yeah, that's quite quite something. So no, we're stacked. We're stacked with live. We have two live events in two weeks. Then we have a break, and then we have the live team finale or team. What's it called? The season for, season championship or something like that. So it's busy on the live front in October.
2: I actually watched a lot of the Italian Open this week.
1: It was great. Yeah, well, that's what I was going well, to get but- to This was one of the first weeks weekends where we're starting to see. You know, everyone's been dishing out this word, like the future of golf. But really, you had four or five tours all on this weekend and all of them were great, I thought. So, yeah, Hannah, what did you think of the Italian Open?
2: I thought it was good. It was nice to see, like, the Ryder Cup course. Was it weird watching it when you played it?
1: It was. And it was just, I've been saying, those last three holes are going to cause chaos in the Ryder Cup. And they caused chaos in the Italian Open. So, we are going to have exciting things, I think, next September. Because, I mean, it was... I didn't know who was going to win. Did you? I mean, in the end, Robert McIntyre with brilliant performance got the win. But you had—it was great to see because you had so many of the potential European guys for next year. And we've been talking about mm-hmm. how it's just looking like the Europeans are going to get dominated by America. But suddenly, you've now got this—you know—this fresh breed of players coming through, and they were all on the show at the the Italian. You know, you had Victor Perez, Bob McIntyre, obviously Fitzpatrick was was in there. Aaron Rye, um, McElroy is always seems to always be in contention at the minute, doesn't he? But so, yeah, it was, it was great to see. It could have been anyone's win in the end. I thought McElroy was going to come back and win. And then, as I just said, that 16th hole was going to die come off into chaos. It, it? Well, he hit in the water He's on 16, which, which is the hole. It's, you know, the risk or reward hole. And it will be next year. And it was uh, yesterday, uh, Sunday, sorry. But, yeah, it was great. It was great to watch, wasn't it?
2: I wonder if we'll get two Fitzpatricks in the next Ryder Cup team.
0: How is the Ryder Cup team shipping up for Europe?
1: Well, you've got the Stonewalls, haven't you, who are, who are going to get picked. McElroy, Lowry, Fitz, Hatton, uh, Hovland,
0: Lowry are all in, right? right? Ram. Uh, Ram, R- R- sorry. You said Lowry They're twice. He's a big bloke. Like, a but I think still only counts as one. So Lowry, McElroy, Ram, Fitzpatrick, Hatton. Hovland. Hovland. So that's six. How many on a Ryder Cup team? Twelve. So we need six more. Where are we getting them from?
1: Well, no. So that's what I'm saying. So it's quite exciting because you've got those six guarantees and then Ooh. he's definitely and then he's definitely going to pick uh, Fleetwood and Rose, isn't he? Right. So then that.
0: What? That, what, that, what? What? He's definitely going to pick Rose. Why?
1: I'd say so. Yeah. He's a buddy, and he's played He's paid him Who else is he going to pick? He's going. He's going to need some old heads in that team. If he's got six picks, and they're all, and they're all, and, we, and what you're saying, suggesting is now, is they're all going to be up and comers, or they're going to be. Wait a, minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute.
0: So Justin Rose is currently injured almost constantly, and I don't think he's made a cut to speak of for like a hundred years. And you think he's going to pick him because quote. He's his buddy and he's played in Ryder cups before.
1: Yeah.
2: Isn't he more likely to pick Molinari who's actually playing a decent golf at the moment? He might do. He's got six of it. He's got six picks, isn't he? Victor uh, Perez.
0: Thomas Peters. No. What? Sorry, just you think Justin Rose is shooting, but Thomas Peters isn't. Yeah. What?
1: If he's play, if he's playing, if he's playing I say not we can be count, but playing enough, he'll he'll get picked, won't he? Mm.
2: Mm,
0: not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure about that either.
1: He might be a live by then anyway, so he might not even be having a discussion.
0: I thought it was interesting those comments by Fitzpatrick last week when he was saying that he hopes some of the live people could play because he would just like to have the strongest possible Ryder Cup team.
1: It wasn't that. No, no, he he didn't say he hopes
0: they can play. He just said he doesn't care, and if they get, he just wants the best team. Don't care where they come from. Sorry, it wasn't. It wasn't really about the point. It was more. It doesn't feel like the European Ryder Cup team is going to be that damaged by live absentee. It won't be. But the U.S. Ryder Cup team undoubtedly will be you would say
2: the US team will in terms of it's lost really good players but also it has so many other good players to fill in for them like
1: so let's look at this right US DJ would have got in and you're probably looking at K- Kepka, DeChambeau and, and Reed, but they're all sort of on the edge because if That's...
0: you look at this sh- you look at the strength of USA then all of them they won't, they won't all get in right maybe. but you're, you're you're sort of you're just using words to try and support your point like Let's start with DJ. He's like basically got the best Ryder Cup record of anybody in all said, time. DJ so would have played. He hasn't lost in the 2000s in the Ryder Cup. Like, so yeah. he, You can't say that they're not weakened by not having DJ, can you? I
1: didn't say they weren't weakened. Well, yeah, but the, I said, let's break it down and let's see who they'd actually lo- lose to then assess how weakened they will be.
0: But Patrick Reed's nickname is literally Captain America. So He's got he's some other nicknames as well. Last
2: time. He didn't he get what? picked last time.
0: He, he wouldn't have got picked. Reed wouldn't get picked.
2: He didn't get picked last time.
0: No, but I think if he plays his way in on form, then he's a very, very good Ryder Cup player. Yeah, of
1: those three, two probably two probably would two of the three of those other three would probably get in, wouldn't they? Or yeah. be on or be on the cusp of getting in, right? So so we're talking of three players effectively we're talking of three players the US won't have because of the Ryder Cup.
0: But I think in the case of certainly in the case of Brighton, like the way he does it, like is like pretty intimidating in match play right so i think you have to say that he's a loss to a, a Ryder cup team yeah
1: the u.s are much more damage than
0: than right. you would be which was the point i was making yeah Well,
1: yeah but we've got to go through it for our avid listeners haven't we
0: oh we have, yeah but we then we can't then like sort of like try, try and schmooze over it and sort of pretend but it's i not... think
2: the strength of the three people coming to fill that gap is stronger than the strength of the people filling the european gap no
1: no, incorrect. I mean, you, you, we're, we're, no, no, not even. Who, who, who are we losing? No one. Casey and probably Garcia.
2: That's it. Yeah,
0: but we're not, we're not losing them. Are they? Yeah, but who are we? bet
2: you we're filling them up with. Would you rather put Max Homer in your team or like Soren Kelson, <laughs> who's currently in our ranking? Like, it's quite a big difference.
0: That's a fair point. But I, I think the point Hannah's making is that there's sort of, there's much greater. Depth in the US, which is probably reasonable, isn't it? But I do think they are missing some like pretty big names, and also like Ryder Ryder Cups are so much about momentum, aren't they? And like a lot of the players who like dominated Europe uh, in the last Ryder Cup are not going to be there, so there is going to be a new feel to it, which has to be in Europe's favour because they lost so heavily.
2: Yeah, I think um, that's also good. Like I agree, I think that's why I'd put more fresh blood in my picks than having older people in with like scar yeah. t- t-
0: I think that's a really good point. I think live aside that we would have been having a shake up regardless for it, those reasons. Yeah. yeah. Um, and unless the likes of Westwood or Garcia played their way in, they wouldn't have been getting picked because we need to, we need a new, a new, uh, some new blood, don't we? Um, we do. Bob McIntyre, that was some performance by him yesterday, wasn't it, in terms of a marker for a Ryder Cup pick or whatever else. Like, how many birdies did he make? Like, 10 or something.
2: Pretty he did just seem to appear out of nowhere suddenly. I was like, where you did, did he see his
1: drive start on 18 as well? He hit the longest drive on the, on the eighty pole week, didn't he?
0: It was like 3.57. Yeah. He had a new
2: Incredible. driver in play this week. Funny you and should guess,
0: mention that. Guess what else he's been doing, Hannah?
2: What? Speed training? Lifting weights? Uh, no. Training with you?
0: No. Decade.
2: Oh. Uh, obviously
0: so apparently he was decading a couple of years ago and then stopped and got a new caddy and he's been another refresher with your friend Mr Fawcett and he in his speech yesterday said he decaded his way round yesterday so there you go he did
1: he dropped I didn't realize he dropped all the way outside the way outside the top 100 um with that win okay. on Sunday yeah he'd moved and now he's he jumped but he jumped Something like twenty odd places with the win. He's now back in the top hundred.
0: It's you know, because he's, he is, because he's an absolute darling of the of British media, isn't he, Bob McIntyre? Because he's like a nice bloke, makes loads of birdies, he's Scottish, so everyone's desperate for him to be successful. So, but he's had a terrible, yeah. terrible run.
1: Yeah, he's had a really bad year. I mean, he looked at, you know, when when we uh, when we did lose the last Ryder Cup, wasn't it? The the, the fallout with him that was a, we were really looking to these new names, weren't we? And Bob McIntyre was one who it seemed was going to take on one of the, you know, one of those spots, uh, one of the, some of the responsibility. And then he just disappeared, hasn't he? And and now we know, you know, he was quite candid, wasn't he, in the interview and saying that he's had the troubles. Um, So hopefully with that win and with this change in mindset, we can now start having this conversation that we were
0: having at the end of the Ryder Cup with him. Uh, he was
2: Let's hope Pepperrell gets on a run and then he gets
0: in the team. <laughs> so at least I'd love hurts. it. We said this last week, I think, but it is. I think it is worth reiterating. Like it's a... It's a shame for the European Tour, I think, that there is going to be such a live congestion in October because we're now in their season, aren't we? Like the events um, on the European Tour are pretty good for the next, um, or right through to the uh, to the Tour Championship, um, and that's going to be diminished, isn't it, by live events? Or we'll certainly have the spotlight taken away from them.
2: I don't know because they're on very different times of day.
0: Yeah, fair point.
1: They're on at different times. It makes it golf, makes golf it. better, doesn't it? In general, you've got. You just not just much just one event we can watch on the weekend. We now have such a diversity. There's so many options. I mean, like this weekend was crazy, wasn't it? You know, we, we we're, we're 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 what, forty minutes into this podcast now. We haven't t- talked about the PGA tour yet. And what a finish that was. Danny Willett and uh Max Homer going at it. Will it look like he got the win? Will it's on the green four foot? Homer misses the green. Willett's it's one ahead at this point. You think give him the trophy now, don't you? Danny Willett hasn't won since the Masters in twenty sixteen on the on the PGA Tour. And then just pure drama and the fact this is like this is so secondary in terms of what's happened this weekend and it was incredible finish so homer chips in for birdie still willett has got you know a putt for the win two putts for the playoff and he free jabs oh it was awful
2: it was horrible to watch i just don't, i don't know what was going through his mind like even if you had that first put like to win you wouldn't be hitting it like that hard surely
0: well, the first put was to win, wasn't it? It was one to win. That's
2: what win. I mean. But you know, if you miss that, you've got to make it coming back, or you're out of it.
0: Well, apart, yeah, apart from it, I have quite quite a lot of sympathy with him because so I don't think it was necessarily a choke because I think it probably all happened too fast for that. Like he, you're not expecting Max Homer to chip in, are you? That's the that's the thing. And his chip was going know, thirty correct? yards
1: Some... past. Was... His yeah. chip was going so far past as well. Like there's no like. And you could see cut to Willett and he was just laughing. You didn't know, because you wouldn't know what to do, would you, in that situation? And and his sort of cope mechanism was to sort of laugh it off and, OK, whatever, and just go and take the putt. But you just, I mean, can you imagine you, his house? in that
2: situation, I would have walked up to that green thinking, right, he could chip this in. You know, worst case, he chips in, I've got to hold this. Like, I that would have been through my brain cells at that but point.
0: You t- like, you can tell yourself that as many times as you like, but you still, he would still have been thinking, I'm going to have two for it. Um, and all of a sudden, you haven't got two for it. Um, and then yeah. I, I thought he did an absolutely amazing interview afterwards. Like, yeah, he did. Uh, as yeah. in, explained in kind of like a coherent way what had happened. Um, and he, he went as far, didn't he, as saying I'd seen the line of whoever put in from the other side. But yeah, it was quite an odd thing, wasn't it?
1: It was odd. But yeah, it was a good interview. And he, you know, what did he say? That's golf.
0: Yeah. Yes, that is. Finish on the. Uh, PJ Tour stuff. So Max Homer has now got like some absolutely ridiculous record. I think he's won three times in his last twenty starts. I mean daft. Four. Oh, it's like
1: four and sixty or something, isn't it?
0: Yeah. it's like unbelievable um win record in the last couple of years. Um and he obviously finished really high up in the tour championship, particularly on the non handicapped version. Um so he's he's like a proper player. Um funny because you just think of him as being good on Twitter don't you but he is an actual golfer um, yeah, a... and he's he does quite... less
2: Twitter now do you think there's a correlation I don't
1: know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is that what Pepper needs to do then
2: he hasn't roasted anyone's golf swing for a while
1: but yeah I think he's down to 16 in the world now 16 or 17 in the world as well
0: and uh, the, the Danny Willett thing is interesting for us obviously after the sort of Instant with his brother at the last Ryder Cup, but it'd be good if he could if he could make another Ryder Cup team, wouldn't it?
1: Cause yeah, I mean we didn't even think to mention him, did we? Just then, but he's certainly one. If he has a, if he has a good year and kick on, he'd be a consideration for a pick. Um, again, you you look at someone like him. wait. It's funny to, to say his name and say like experience, isn't it? And an older head, but I guess that's what he would be. Yeah, 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 such is the state of all of the potential other picks that, that that we have, but yeah, he he would be one of those more senior
0: figures, which is crazy, I think, but and deserves deserves another crack at it, like yeah, of played in that with that unbelievable partisan crowd was ditched out of the morning um, foursomes and in a sort of last minute change by Clark, uh, so it'd be good to sort of see him get another go, particularly at home, I think.
1: Yeah. Didn't he only ke- keep his PGA Tour card as well because of the six live guys that went is that right? I Think so yeah so it, it could be it could end up being an incredible year for for Willett, you know from beginning to end if he was to go and make that Ryder Cup team from where from where he was come the end of last season so Yeah. Yeah um, I a- I always root for Willett. I really like Willett. so hopefully he can uh, he can kick on.
0: And Ricky Fowler had a good finish as well. Um if she's sort of talking about American Ryder Cup names like he mm-hmm it would only need he would only need like yeah he would be very quickly back in the frame wouldn't he with a decent year possibly but there's just so many americans now
1: he'd have to really he'd have to really come on and uh, sadly for ricky i can't see it but um, who's having a phone call on this
0: podcast shocking <laughs> but you're 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 saying oh amazing that we've had these like um three separate um, men's events happening." different time zones blah 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 different streaming services or whatever but is it good like surely I like preferred
2: the... it when there was no pga talks i could watch the lpga not gonna lie
0: well i've mean, that, That's
2: been demoted that, off the tv again
0: i would say that is a thing because it's yet it's more competition for eyeballs uh, it's more competition for viewership yeah and therefore things like the lpga just get pushed further down the chat further down the priorities of broadcasters etc etc and what what do people watch golf for George you're into the nuances of it and like we can have a chat about the fact that Figal has had another good finish or is this the renaissance of Ricky Fowler and our good on Danny Willett for making a good speech but for your layman they're like tuning in to watch the players they've heard of play against each other they're not interested in the backstory they're not interested okay, in
1: I just think that's because that's all we've ever known. What, every, no other sport has that. Every other sport, right, has an abundance of leagues. The player, the, 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 all, you know what I mean? It's, like, Why is it that it's just the PJ Tour on a Sunday night or whatever? Why have we not got loads of different options? Why have we not got loads of great tours, you know, like all being shown? It's just because it's all we've ever known. And now we're finally getting this disruption that, that I think we need because it is... What, what?
0: What is the parallel for this, sorry? What are the other sports that construction is so much better than golf to mean, the...
1: every other sport, right? You're not it's not just one one thing, is it? You've got like football, you so oh there's Bundesliga's watching... on the Premier League's on, then you've got internationals, then you've got this, this and this.
2: If you are watching the US Open it's tennis, what it. else is on that's that what else is on that week that's whatever. contradicting with it?
1: Yeah, but they wouldn't be that's US Open, that's a major. That wouldn't happen in golf. Well, okay. Uh,
0: so let's 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 talk about football, shall we? Yeah. Right. So let's start with football. So in football you have a tier system, right, where you have the worst teams playing in the worst leagues and then you get promoted out of those leagues into the better leagues and that equally applies to the Premier League as it does to the Champions League. So there is a hierarchy and it's equitable and you move from one thing to the other. Right. So that you can't do that in golf now because of Liv. When was that ever a thing?
2: Well you move from the challenge tour to the DP World yeah, tour and the to, to the PGA tour, but you can't go from there to that where is Liv? like yeah. Liv on the hierarchy that's,
1: that's like the fun, and you can't
2: really move in and out of it so you can't actually watch all the best players in the world and watch them when you want because everyone's like stuck in these groups now
0: that's and each point.
2: group has been made worse by the fact every time Liv pulls someone else from the other group those groups are worse but also then Liv's like worse because it has good players but there's no but is that not just reiterating the whole is
1: that not just reiterating the whole monopoly that the PGA Tour had Why was it just P G two had the best players? Why can we not? Why is it? Why is it not good that it's not now shared around? And 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 think about now the majors when they all do come together and it's all just enriches the product. I don't know what.
2: So there's four weeks of the year where we can watch all the best players in the world, and three of them in America. So if you're a European fan, you have the potential to go to one event live a year, basically, where you can see all the best players in the world. How is that? You could anyway. That
1: was the same as what it was anyway.
2: But
0: no, George, it's not like, and I don't know whether you're willfully just ignoring the facts of the matter or whether you actually sort of think what you're saying. So the the point of the strategic, the much maligned strategic alliance is that it's accepting of the fact that the PGA Tour is preeminent because they've done the best job of attracting sponsors, of looking after players, of creating playing opportunities for players. So their tour is the richest. So their tour is the the place where people want to play. And they've now invested in the European tour to create a worldwide hierarchy where players can move through from feeder tours in Europe and qualify for a place on the PGA tour. Part of that is they're gonna have some co-sanctioned events where the best players in the world come and play in more events in European territories. And LIV is operating outside of that ecosystem. And that's the thing that's worse for the fan. And if you're looking at parallels for other sports, wherever else you've got governing bodies which don't interact with one another, It's awful for the fan and people don't understand what they're watching like boxing and football, which is one example that you drew, is the opposite of that. Because there is a very clear hierarchy in the club system where you can move from the bottom to the top. And that's why there was such opposition to the European Super League, because it was a closed shop generated to make the richest clubs richer. So the parallel with football is the European Super League was booted out.
1: Yeah, I just like having more choice now.
0: But, you cho- but you're, you're now choosing between diminished products, whichever way you look. So you've now gone from being able to, be able to shop in Lidl or Harrods, and now you can only shop in Sainsbury's. They <laughs> do a good meal, deal, they? No,
2: I'm not having that. Well,
0: they
1: do com- not do a good meal deal. Sainsbury's do a banging one.
0: Yeah, but it's not as good as Harrods, is it? That's my point.
2: I just like, this weekend, I didn't want to watch live because it just it doesn't interest me. And I also didn't watch the PGA Tour because I thought, mm, who's playing? So I just, I literally watched golf every single weekend, like every night. And I did not watch the golf.
0: Yeah. And in fairness, the Italian Open was probably the pick of the bunch in terms of people you want to watch.
2: I didn't watch anything in the evening.
0: Yeah. That was good, that bit. Mainly because I think I won. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe. We'll see. Keep that in, won't you? Don't edit that out. Now that's gone. <laughs> right. So, what was happening on the LPGA Tour, LPGA Tour fans?
1: LET, more prominently.
2: On the LET, we had the first Arab winner ever. Wowzers. In a playoff over Megan McLaren, interestingly.
1: How'd you say her name? Is it what? Le, Le-, Clack- Le- Clacklish?
2: Le Clack-lish? I think so.
1: Yeah, that was incredible. From where, sorry? Uh, Morocco. that's Arab winner on the LET. Anything
0: else, Hannah? No? I thought you were going to have your notes at the ready for this segment. We've got to do better with this section of the podcast. We've got to be be able to say Well,
2: you know, it's really hard when you can't watch it, and it's really hard when I am the only person who attempts to watch it. So can you, like, pull a bit of the leeway here?
0: Well, yeah, I'm I'm saying, like, we need a solution to how we talk about women's golf, because we can't just go, what happened with women's golf, Hannah? And then you tell us the name of the winner, and then we go, that's it for this week. (laughs) We need, like, some context, don't we? It was in France, I'm noticing.
2: Yeah, it was in France. They KPMG Women's Irish Open next week will be big because loads of LPJ players are coming over.
0: How much money do you think they were playing for? Oh, God,
2: probably about 150 grand.
0: 325,000 euros. Yep. It's not loads, is it? No. So Bob McIntyre won half a million euros. Guess that so. is a travesty. Oh,
2: God, this is embarrassing.
0: And on the, oh, no, yeah. It is embarrassing. And on the LPJ tour, what happened there? And Lee won. See, I'm straight in with this.
2: She's just moved up from the Epson Tour, hasn't she? Dropped one on the Epson Tour this year and then won pretty much nearly straight after coming onto the LPGA. Nice way to keep your uh, tour card quickly, isn't it?
0: So she's yes. come through the, the hierarchy system, George, you see? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: How much did she win? She won $225,000.
2: So she won half of what Bob won on the DP World Tour
0: yeah. on
2: the LPGA?
0: Yeah. Georgia Hall finished a tie for fifteenth and won twenty thousand dollars. There we go. Right, what have we all got on this week, guys?
2: I don't know. Uh, I'm going to Walkburn no actually. I'm going to your neck of the woods.
1: Are oh, you now? Crossing that I'm north south divide again. You
2: I'm going careful, to see Foot to apparel range.
1: Very nice. What day?
2: Friday. I need to meet my celebrities there because it's my only outing of the week.
1: Yeah. Well one man he won't be there. Is he in Polter? Actually, could be there. Tom, no trips this week?
0: Um, no, no. Uh, my next thing is I'm going to Rome to go to the international golf travel market.
2: And then you can there tell us how chaotic the last
0: three holes are. It.
1: Well, now you're such a now you're such a big big dog getting long drive. You're going to get that to the 60th green with ease. The last three holes are indeed chaotic. <laughs> yeah. Will you enjoy that? Well, another big week of golf we have. President's Cup. And the French Open on the DP. Or two. Can can the internationals pull off a shot, guys? What do you reckon? One one quick, uh, one quick prediction?
2: No.
0: No. President's Not
2: gone.
1: with all the
0: players they've lost. Very damaged, isn't it?
2: Yeah. That's been the worst hit. I'm telling you that it should have be been mixed. I don't know why they didn't make it mixed. Because the international women would absolutely smash it. Probably the best category of female golfs at um, the moment.
0: So do you, that is the thing, isn't it? So do you think there will be any, like big things changes happen like that to try and reinvigorate some of these things well the
2: president's just not going to work otherwise is it they've it's lost two it's a shambles the lots like internationals
0: their team
1: was actually looking really good as well
2: right if they if they made it mixed with the women right eight of the top <laughs> 10 women in the world would qualify for the international team eight of the top 10 lpj players well well that's mental
1: can you imagine that on the, the men's never never be like that would it
2: absolutely mad there's only one american no two americans currently in the, the top 10 in the world for women president's cup go mixed
0: well how would they do it you'd have to do
2: you'd just do mixed foursomes wouldn't you mixed foursomes and four ball and then in the singles men just play the men and the women play the women
0: it'd be quite good from a strategy point of view wouldn't it in the pair stuff yeah they could play greensomes as well that'd be quite a good thing to play in that format
2: well, because the men would just try and bomb it and all the women had hit the fairway?
0: Well, they could play <laughs> off your own tees, couldn't you? Yeah. So if you had if you had six men and six women on each team, and then, yeah, you played foursomes and greensomes. You could play four ball. Well, four ball would get messy, wouldn't it, because of pars and all that nonsense. So I think if you played, yeah, if you played foursomes and greensomes, that would work pretty well. And then, like you say, just do the singles as men versus men and women versus women. Yeah. Who should we write to? Uh,
2: PGA Tour. They run it, don't they?
0: Why don't we find some sort of like state fund to fund it and then we'll (laughs) start our own thing?
1: (laughs) Yeah, but that would be damaging the ecosystem even more.
2: It's a one day event. It's a one weekend event.
0: No, because I'll tell you what it is, George. It's an exhibition and we call it an exhibition.
1: A what? Never heard of it. Right.
0: Um, I was looking at our stats for this and barely anybody listens to us on Apple. So if you listen, if you use Apple, please can you subscribe to us on Apple. That's a great plug yeah please do the numbers are quite good but Apple bad we're bad on Apple
1: Um, guys follow us on all socials as always at MCG
0: on Apple subscribe to us on Apple on
1: Apple yeah all you Samsung users or whatever phones you've been listening to us on go get an iPhone and listen to us on Apple right farewell Bye. bye